Hello, welcome to Healing with Hope, Faith, Love, Healing from Domestic Violence. I have a domestic violence health and wellness podcast for you. Um, today we're just going to discuss um, the things that um, you feel that you struggle with after domestic violence and um, what do you feel and how, how do you feel unbalanced in your life, if you feel unbalanced at all after leaving um, that domestic violence situation or relationship. Um, so let's get into it. So t- today, like I said, we're going to discuss domestic, uh, domestic violence, health and wellness. And uh, what I want you to do is what, what do you feel when you struggle in your life? Are you actually struggling in your life, um, especially after what do you feel that you struggle with after domestic violence? Now, you can write this down and get a notepad and, and book and write it down. You may find it interesting if you do actually write this down because um, I'm going to help you with some steps and just how to to deal with these um, when you're struggling, um, unhealthy thoughts, unhappy thoughts, um, triggers that you feel that you're engaging, um, short you know short term behaviours that may not be helping you and your um, your health and wellness, also your mental health. So let's get into it. So also I want you to actually feel um, how I want you to tell me how you feel. Or at least write down how you're feeling. Uh, are you feeling healthy or balanced? So do you feel that you are healthy or balanced in your life in the area of work, life, health, life purpose? I want you to write that down. Do you feel that you are actually balanced? Do you feel healthy? Do you think you are in a good place? Because if you're not in a good place, it's okay to admit to that because it, it would be quite a... a understandable that you're not in a good place after leaving a domestic violence situation do you feel okay but you just still need to feel like there's there's, there's something else there that you just still need to work on um because I don't know I felt like that that after many many years of counseling um and yeah I still go to counseling it's been about what 13 13 years now it'll be my 13th year in counseling um if it's not actually speaking to counsellors on the phone it's actually going into counseling so uh, I think sometimes the the process of healing doesn't doesn't always stop, but it gets you in a better place to actually feel as though life can get better and it can get better. So this is why I'm doing this today is because I want you to feel though you can feel healthy, you can feel more balanced in your life, in the work, in life, with um, feeling like more, there's a more of a life person or giving back and giving back, whether it be to community, giving back to yourself for the first time in your life. So write that down. Do you feel that you are healthy or balanced in your life, in the area of work, life, health, life purpose? Describe your life. Describe your life. Is it health, your life, especially with health, well-being, with one word? Write that down. So is it um, hard? Uh, is it difficult? Is it emotional? Um, is it sad? You know, right, even if it's a good word, good positive words, it, which it's great that if you can describe it with with one word, um, that's happy or you know better. Um, do you feel that you have triggers in your life that you engage in? So, so for example, if your ex calls you or you receive text messages from your ex or your parents get in contact or they actually intentionally you know, um, contact you on your birthday knowing that their phone call may be quite upsetting to you, whether it be for other family members that uh, were abusive to you, um, call you on your birthday or intentionally make that contact to try and make your life that difficult. Do you engage in, in behaviours? Do you actually go to the fridge? Do you eat? Do you actually um, 
start crying your eyes out do you do you without sounding quite terrible do you allow them emotionally to get to you like that rather than you delete the message saying nope their intention may have been good on their level but it wasn't good for me and I'm not going to engage in that I am not going to let them upset me like that I'm going to let this go I appreciate the call but I am not going to let I'm not going to let them get to me like that they do not have that power they do not have that power over me I will not engage in in any emotions for them what are those triggers and I want you to list those triggers and I want you to list also short-term behaviours. So behaviours like, um, do you actually go out shopping? What are those behaviours that you engage in that actually would not be beneficial to your health and well-being? So do you, do you actually go down to get some takeaway and you knowing that you can't afford it? Or um, do, you, you know, do you actually you know, start arguments? Do you actually get difficult with people even though you're feeling quite unhappy and you're in a bad place because you know, your ex has contacted you or your, your parents have contacted you or you know, whatever, whatever has sent that triggers, what are also those behaviours that you engage in that will actually not help you with your overall health and well-being. Now, if, if it doesn't actually make sense, I can go into it a bit more. Maybe you'd like to actually just Google a little bit more online if it's not actually helped. Please don't hesitate to actually contact me if you do need some help. Um, so the triggers with behaviours, the behaviours can also be negative. I mean, if, you, if you're actually feeling like as if you're getting on top of a lot of this stuff, that's fantastic. But if you're still feeling like you're stuck with triggers and with behaviours. So, for example, do you get quite anxious? Is that your behaviour? Is your behaviour that you get quite anxious and you get quite panicked when, when you hear from them, when you get contact? Do, do you have to see them through, um, because of the contact arrangements through the family courts, That um, does that get you quite um, anxious and upset? Do you, do you have triggers from that? Do the triggers actually lead on to the behaviours um, from that contact? So... And the behaviours also can be anxiety, sweating, it can be um, nail biting, it can be, you know, just going out there and actually spending when you shouldn't be spending to help you feel that, that to get rid of those feelings because you, you want to feel good, you want to feel happy again, you want to actually not have to feel those feelings that you felt. Um, do you actually um, go to work and, you know, you're not a really great person at work so the triggers lead on to the behaviour of you go to work and you, you're quite unhappy at work and you may, you know, you yell at staff and so list all those things down and when you've actually done that, I want you to actually remember when things are really bad, when things are really, really bad that you can use such a thing as tapping points. Now, tapping points can be just on the head, on the forehead. Now, this may sound silly when we're talking about sort of triggers and behaviours. This can actually make you feel good, especially in the middle of anxiety and panic attacks, uh, especially if you're not feeling great and you're just feeling really angry and upset and you're just so over all the crap you've had to deal with. Just tap yourself to your forehead with both your fingers, both hands, just tap yourself on the you know, shoulder blades, forehead, head, work your way down 
you know, to the stomach, your arms, your shoulders, and just tap them, just very gently just tap them. And this can actually, believe it or not, be very soothing and relaxing when you're actually feeling like as if you you really are overwhelmed with it when feeling anxiety and panic attacks and angry. So it can be a, a, a solution or even just, just to assistance with you to actually help you relax. I want you to actually also look at the things that you feel that can make you empowered from all those triggers that you have. So I want you to think about what's the power. So when, when you're actually feeling like you have the inner belief that you are powerless and you're feeling stressed and you have all these triggers and the behaviours that you go into and you're feeling like it's this you know it's it's poor me or I mean you know I just I'm so overwhelmed he never leaves me alone you know what are the things that you feel like you can do that'll actually make you feel power, powerful now one of the things I've actually learned in, in a course recently is that I want you to think about having um, that one superhero that one superhero in your life that actually made you 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 admire them and I want you to borrow that one superhero's powers now, I want you actually to think, okay, that's, if that person can be empowered in that way, so can I. And I want you to think about what power do they need. I want you to actually think what power do you need. I should say not they need. What power do you need? What power do you need in your life that would actually make your life so much better? Like you actually would think that it would change how you think and how you feel and shift things. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to choose a symbol. Now, it can be a simple symbol. It can be, you know, um, a key ring. It could be, you know, a little dried up flower. It could be a plastic flower. It could be a coin. It could be, you know, you know, just a cheap bracelet from a $2 shop. You can make it, you know, if you've got some jewellery making kit and, you know, make yourself a bracelet and maybe touch the bracelet. So maybe make a bracelet or a necklace and get a little charm around the bracelet. And every time things get stressed, if you feel like you feel like as if you're not feeling powerful, you're not feeling like as if you're coping that things are getting overwhelming you think you're heading into those triggers and behaviors and you're not you're not actually um feeling great you actually think you you're you know, so not really having a good day at all is actually just to touch that actual that symbol sort of that you've actually chosen and believe that that is the strength you have to get through all the things that you have had to deal with or the powerlessness that you actually feel that you do have because you have that symbol. That symbol will help you give the power. It'll help you get through that day. Now, I want you to actually think of the opinion that you have of yourself and, and is important. That, that your self-identity determines your actions and inactions. And I want you to actually think that that can actually take you towards becoming a balanced more powerful person now I want you to write down describing yourself and how it relates to things so in the events in your life so how do you feel about yourself do you think you're hopeless you're worthless you know and what events are usually trigger you to actually engage in those short-term behaviors and relief so for example if your ex shows up and you know he, he or your parents show up and unexpectedly and you don't react the way you should like okay well I'm not okay with you being here early I'm not okay with you showing up on my doorstep but instead of saying that you you, you know you may let them in or you, you don't say anything and oh we're just 
just drop this in and they're giving you something which is not <laughs> something you didn't even want anyway. But, you know, it's a nice thought maybe, but was it a nice thought? Was it something that they knew that it would upset you? Or I want you to actually be okay with how you react because not a lot of people would know how to quickly react. When you're hit with something so unexpectedly after being um, abused the way you have, so cut yourself a break, give yourself a break and realise the fact that, you know, don't give yourself a hard time. Don't think to yourself that, okay, oh, I'm stupid. I should have thought something. I should have done something. Why did I do that? Like, and then that sets off a whole lot of triggers to, you know, you, you're degrading yourself and you feel, you know, just like your ex would and you're feeling hopeless and, oh, I'm so stupid. I should have done that. And that leads on to getting angry and then angry. And then you get on to, you know, then you start attacking other people because you're angry. You know, you're angry at yourself. You throw things, you break things, you know, you're short tempered with the children and, you know, whatever, whatever your triggers are, you go, okay, well, that's it. I'm done. I'm going down to the shops. I want you to actually realise that the opinion and how you think about yourself can make a huge difference on how you react. And I want you to know what is, what is your opinion? What is your opinion on this, of yourself and how do you see yourself? And do you think this opinion is unbalanced? Now, I want you to write that down. Now, I want you to actually to realise that what you're doing can lead to a downward spiral of setting off triggers and events that can create self-defeating thoughts. So, and all those thoughts are set by the triggers in your life. And you're never going to win that wellness game unless you actually let them, you get the better of those thoughts, those negative thoughts, those self-defeating thoughts are set off the triggers. So whenever you go into a tricky situation, I want you to actually rub your hand together. So when you're actually feeling like things are actually getting really overwhelming, rub your hands together. Okay, so, okay, this is upsetting. And even in the middle, if, if there you're talking to his parents or you're talking, you know, your ex is there and he's early, you know, with the children, you know, if, especially if you don't need to pick them up because they're little. And even rub your hands. You know, your, your ex can wait five minutes while you rub your hands together. And if he's going to get start yelling, then... You know, take the steps. If he's going to get yelling, he's going to get abusive, then take the steps to actually call the police. Or, you know, you don't have to put up with that kind of behaviour. You don't have to put up with the constant triggers. You know, I mean, maybe it may be a good idea. If he's screaming, he's yelling, he's carrying on, to maybe not, you know, to, to maybe think about sort of what other strategies. Could you actually get the neighbour to take the child down to the father? So you're actually distancing yourself from the father. And in the meantime, well, before that, before we head out, why don't you... Rub your hands together. Rub them together like as if you're rubbing them up to keep them warm. This will actually help with focusing your mind off those self-defeating thoughts by actually raising your energy and it dispenses all that vibrant energy through the body so it lowers all those, it actually lowers the draining energies that can affect you. So don't forget that these things can actually help you with helping you feel better and also I want you to actually think with all these thoughts and whether they're helpful or not helpful I want you to think about all the energy the positive energy in your life that can actually help you with feeling better so and they can call it the chakra energy grid or you know the energies all the so it's different colors so so wearing reds and pinks and blues whites yellows are all different 
colours that you can empower yourself, sort of, sort of, for example, pink and green, if, you know, good for sort of love for energy and yellow, yellow is good for feeling powerless, so feeling like as if you, um, if you're feeling you have low power, powerlessness, um, also if you have, um, creativity you're a very creative person but you're just not feeling like as if you really want to do much or you know we're really uh wearing reds passion so it's also good for money issues so it's also good for abundance so wearing lots of reds so things like that can actually help you pick up your mood so you can actually feel better in the area of sorry about that <laughs> bit of a um technical issue there so I want you to actually help feel, feel like as if you can release a lot of those triggers all those overpowering thoughts that actually are triggering you in your life and making you, your health and wellness and feeling like as if you you know you're not in a really great place so I want you to think about that so let's go back to you know the triggers that you engage in the the short-term behaviors Remember, when you actually have those triggers, so those events that do come up in your life that actually do make you unhappy, and then you engage in the short-term behaviors, the things that you make you feel like as if you need to be relieved. So, you know, eating, you know, overeating, it could be not eating, um, it could be, you know, going shopping. Remember the, remember the things, remember the tapping points, remember rubbing your hands together, remember the self-defeating thoughts if you're feeling like as if you're, you're not coping at all and you know the, the triggers are or you're feeling like as if your triggers are getting the better of you because you know you've actually showed up early, the parents have showed up, you know don't forget to rub your hands together to actually make you feel better and the one word, if it's a very negative word that describes you with your health and well-being, I want you to, to replace that with a positive word. So when you think about yourself, I'm hopeless, I want you to think, you know what? No, I'm not hopeless. You know, I'm doing the best I can. And I want you to think that every single thought you have, if it's negative, will be negative. You need to, if you want to make changes to your thoughts, you need to have happy changes. So I want you to replace that one word with a positive word. And with balance in your life, with a healthy, do you feel healthy or balanced in your life, an area of work, life, purpose? If you're actually not feeling balanced, I want you to, to write things down that you do want and you don't want. I want you to look at the things that, that when you do right, do things and you don't want. How do you think that you can make a difference in your life in being able to change that to actually make yourself feel like you're in a going in a better direction so whether it be okay well I need to go see counseling because I'm really not feeling like as if I'm in a great place or you know what like it's just money's just so short at the moment I need you know it's just if I could get into a place then write those things and if those things like you'd like an apartment because we're in the shelter at the moment you know it's wherever you are in life you know things can get better you can get a healthy and balanced life but just taking small steps. They don't have to be massive steps. It can be small steps. It can be, you know, you, if you're sort of collecting welfare checks and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And you think, okay, well, I need to get a job. You know, look on those small steps that can actually balance and make your life feel better. There's a, do you feel like you're, if you're struggling and what are you struggling in? Go to, go to the local church. You don't have to, a lot of the churches are not very... Um, stressful on you becoming a member you don't have to be baptized a lot of churches are very happy for you attend whenever you feel comfortable however you feel comfortable 
you know, look, maybe ask the church, do they have a domestic violence support group? Go, go look online, go to the local, you know, the people at the refuge, see if they can actually direct you to some counselling services. If you do feel like as if you're struggling, there are ways of being able to deal with it. So don't hesitate to get that help when you need it. And remember the symbols that you actually need to actually empower yourself. So think about even if you go down to the $2 shop and you just buy a key ring, you know, or a dollar, you know, just just a dollar to get a key ring or even a piece of paper, even if you draw your, you know, your power symbol on um, a piece of paper. Now, the power symbol doesn't have to be exactly the power symbol. Um, it can be a pay power symbol that you reference to. It can be, you know, a light bulb. It can be an instrument, you know, a, you know, a guitar of that, or it can be, you know, just a little sketch of a home, or you know, whatever that thing that helps you keep, like, as if you have the power. I have power, and I want you to remember every time things get stuck in your life that you feel like you you don't have power. I want you to think about that. I have the power. I have the power to make changes in my life, and I can make the change. I just have to believe like I can do it I will do it if it be be small steps if it takes five years for me to get into this place I want to be I will do it and I'll leave you there with that (laughs) because I think I've said enough and I think I'm so, so much information can sometimes be so overwhelming please don't hesitate to contact me if you do get stuck on some things don't hesitate to google if you do think that you know you're stuck and oh I don't want to bother I don't want to contact google it you know, I'm more than happy. You just message me. I'll message you back. Um, it may not be straight away, but you know, I will. You will get a message back. Go speak to some people. If you think that okay, well, you don't want to contact me. Go speak to someone else. Don't hesitate to reach out. Take your notes with you, and go speak to someone. From healing with hope, faith, love, healing from domestic violence. My name's Elizabeth Baker. I do hope that you've had a wonderful, wonderful new year. And for those who celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. And those who didn't celebrate Christmas, I hope you had a, you know, a wonderful last couple of weeks surrounded by, you know, good weather and all those lovely things that are happening in life or, you know, good family events. And I hope you've had a good couple of weeks and um, nothing terrible has happened to you. Um, to you I wish you all the best and and I hope that things are going well um, especially during this time because sometimes it can be quite a difficult period for people so I really do hope it wasn't that difficult I think I've done enough talking for today (laughs) have a lovely lovely day have a lovely week have a lovely evening and I will speak to you very soon bye